0: Welcome to Mommy Diary, the podcast. I'm your host, Angela Kim. I'm a creative, lifestyle blogger, and mom of four. This podcast is all about honest stories of motherhood and real conversations with real mothers just like you. Unlike my Instagram account, not everything will be beautiful. I promise to be vulnerable and share stories of all the struggles and the incredible moments we all share as women and mothers. So do me a favor and screenshot this episode, add it to your IG stories, then tag me at mommydiary. I'd love to feature you on my Insta stories. We're all in this together, mamas. Let's dive into the show. Hi friends! So today I have my very first guest on the show and I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. I have no doubt that you'll love her because as soon as I met Julie, I knew she was my soul sister and that God had placed her in my life for a reason. Julie Jancis is an angel medium who helps to get people to a higher vibration and a deeper place of healing. Julie works with people around the world and connects them with their angels and loved ones on the other side, and she teaches them about their soul's purpose. She doesn't use cards and is not really woo-woo. In fact, she grew up going to a Catholic school wanting to be a nun. Julie is your typical mom next door who just so happens to have that special gift. She only connects to God energy and brings through positive and loving messages. messages. And here is Julie. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for coming on to Mommy Diary, the podcast. You are my very first guest and I'm so honored that it's you.
1: Oh, Angela, I am so excited for you. You have such an amazing gift and I just cannot wait for your listeners to just be inspired by you. Uh, You're such an
0: angel yourself. Thank you. I am so excited that you're here, and we're just going to go right into the questions. So Julie, tell us about your background and how your gifts first came to you.
1: Yeah, you know what? I was working in corporate America and didn't really have any reason to leave, right? I had a team that worked underneath me, was making the money that I wanted to make, had the title, and at that time, my dad ended up passing away. He was on his third wife and I was from his first marriage. And what happened was I started hearing from him as he was passed, he was in heaven, but he was communicating to me. And I started hearing from him a month before family reached out, uh, kind of tracked us down to let us know. And it opened me up and it really took a long time for me to kind of accept this. um, I had always prayed since I was a little girl. You know, I tell people I I grew up going to Catholic school wanting to be a nun. And this was not in my wheelhouse whatsoever. So I, I prayed for a long time, you know, like, God, if this isn't of you, if this isn't of Jesus, I don't want it, take it away. And what I heard is you know, you've prayed your entire life, Julie, to be a tool that I can use. This is how I need to work through you to help other people. So it's not about religion. It's not about like a method of thinking. It's really spirituality and learning how to connect with the energy of your soul because Uh, We choose to either live from the vibrations of this realm, this earth of fear and anxiety and stress and depression. But there is a completely different vibration that we can learn how to shift into to live from the energy of our soul, which is love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. And that's where you hear people talking about how this can truly be. Heaven on earth. So, so I left my corporate gig to not only do this work of sharing messages, but I, my passion really lies in teaching other people that everybody has a spiritual gift and you can learn how to tap into this energy. You can learn how to talk with your angels. You can learn how to use your spiritual gifts so that God can be working through you in this lifetime too.
0: That is so interesting. So I spoke to you briefly where I had my own, I guess, experience with kind of hearing messages from the other side, but it's hard to know, like, is this really from the other side or is this my egoic mind? Right? So when I know we all have these gifts, but how do we know that is the gift and how, what does it feel like to connect to the other side?
1: That's such a great question. And what I talk about a lot in my podcast angels and awakening is really just what you're talking about because there are two voices within us. Everybody has the voice of the egoic mind and the energy of that is in the head. It is the thoughts that are nonstop from the time that you wake up in the morning till the time that you go to bed at night. And there's yet another voice within us. Because why do people say, listen to your heart, listen to your gut? We call it our intuition. You can call it whatever you want. It is your soul's consciousness. It is your soul's thought system. And Spirit says it actually acts as a secondary uh, system as well, which is kind of like this phone cord connection. Remember the old school phone cords? (laughs) I'm dating myself here, Um, where you have the phone on the wall and it's got the spiral cord. What they show me is just this image of between our heart chakras and heaven, that there is this spiral cord like that. This energy connection, where God, our angels, uh, our loved ones on the other side, can talk through to us. Now, what happens is your egoic mind wants to sabotage you in a way where you're not on track. You're not doing what you need to be doing, and what it does a lot of times is just hold you back in different thought systems where you're attaching to a thought like. Sometimes people will say, I can't do this. Other people can do it. I can't. That's the egoic mind. Some people say this couldn't be real. It's the egoic mind because I have been working with this. And in order for every person to know that it truly is spirit, what they want from you is to ask for that big validation in your life. So, when you ask for validation, it always comes through. And, you know, my daughter was outside, and I have always said, um, my dad and my grandmother passed within nine days of each other. My dad passed away, and they were so close. He was her favorite son. And what happened was they passed so close together, and I started seeing two cardinals right after I had learned that they had both passed. So, for the last five years, every time I see these two cardinals in our backyard, I'm like, oh, Al, my little daughter, you know, grandpa and grandmother right here. They're saying hi. Well, the other day my daughter comes in and she goes, mom, your grandpa and, or, you know, grandpa and grandma, they're in the backyard. So I go, oh, you know, when you see the cardinals, that means that grandpa and grandma are coming through for you. And she was so hysterical. She goes, well, you know, if they're coming in for me, I'd rather them come in as yellow birds because I like yellow better than red. And I said, well, tell them that. So she did. She said a little prayer. We stopped Angela. I have lived in my house for 12 years, never seen yellow birds. We have seen two yellow birds in the backyard nonstop. Since she said that prayer. So it's validation. It's asking for God to validate that what you're hearing, seeing, feeling is real. And I don't ever put a timeline on it, like, show me this by this date. I just say, God in your time. And it always comes through.
0: That's amazing. Um, So I had a similar experience. Uh, My grandma started coming through. And before that, I had no idea what it was, but I would just randomly get thoughts of my grandmother. And I'm sharing this story because I know some of our listeners have lost a loved one, one of a a parent, a child. There's a lot of loss in this world. And I know it's really hard to see that as a continuation of a, a greater, you know, spiritual bond. But I almost feel like I'm closer to my grandmother now than I was when she was Alive, and it was the weirdest thing. And I would talk to my, and this is my maternal grandmother. And I would tell my mom about it, but she's a very religious person, so she would be a little like, "Are you sure that's your grandma? Like, you should just, you know, pray to God directly." Like, you know, it, there's a lot of voices, a lot of, lot of noise. I think around this topic because people are who grow up in a very religious home are kind of taught not to trust some of those voices, because it can be bad. It can be evil, right? There's a lot of fear surrounding this topic. So with my grandma, after our last conversation, I was kind of praying about her. And there was this side dish that she would make for me. Um, She lived in Korea. I only saw her occasionally when I went to go visit her. And she knew that I loved this particular Korean side dish. And it's a side dish that I would only have at her house. Like my mom never makes it. It's not something you could get at a restaurant. It's only cooked or she only made it for me. And as after our, com- our last conversation, as I was talking and praying about my grandmother and kind of trying to channel that, I opened, so I'm getting this food delivery service. I opened this container, hold this side dish, and it was the one that my grandma made me. Like this was the first time that I've seen this side dish outside of my grandmother's house. So right when I opened it, I seriously got like, wow, like this cannot be, you know, like when you know, you just know, like there was not a doubt in my mind that that was my grandmother and she was just with me. So I think in that way, I'm slowly learning how to develop my spiritual gifts or how to connect with, you know, angels. So how can other people, how can others, listeners learn how to develop their spiritual gifts and connect with their angels and their loved ones?
1: Yeah. So. It's really just about learning the different tools and how to work with them. So I created two separate courses. One is called Angel Communication, and that's really for people to learn how to hear, feel, see, talk to their own individual angels in order to feel like they are developing their intuition for themselves within their own lives. And there's another course that I created. Um, It's called the Angel Reiki School, which is a form of mediumship where it is messages coming through. Are you using your own unique spiritual gifts and also using that in conjunction with energy healing, because everything is energy and all energy vibrates, it's working a lot of that lower vibration out of your system, giving you the tools, the client, in order to learn how to shift your own energy higher, your vibration higher. But uh, a lot of times it does take working with different people in order to learn. So I've had a lot of different teachers. I studied for a while with Teresa Caputo. Pluto's teacher, Pat Longo, and she's phenomenal. But what I tell people is I'm not a pusher, right? I mean, you need to work with the person that resonates with you. And just like the saying goes, when the student is ready, the teacher is there. And that's what's needed. If people are like, okay, I hear you, but I just don't want to go to that level yet. I would say continue the form of silence, stillness practice within your life that resonates with you. So meditation, yoga, just sitting in silence and prayer are all ways to bring stillness, space, quietude into your life. And Angela, that is like the opening, right? The crack that we need in our lives in order for them to come in more and more and more. And you can just start there. And really, it's about just going with what resonates with you. When something is in alignment and you feel like, yes, this is the way to go, Follow that because that is you listening to your heart. And your heart, again, is truly your higher self, your soul voice, and what I call your spirit team on the other side trying to get you to move in that direction.
0: That's so interesting. I love that. So, a lot of the listeners are mothers, and I believe that we have this gift of intuition, right? Like you just kind of know when something's happening with your children. Like there was an instance where I think I left my child with the babysitter and I just felt I was a target and I just felt this need to call her to see if everything's okay. And she picked up and she said, Oh my goodness, like your son just fell, like had a small fall. Luckily he was fine, but I was able to feel this from miles away. And I, I believe, you know, we mothers have the spiritual gift, but often we don't trust it. Right. Or we may feel something, but we might go to our spouse or another person and say, Hey, this is what happened. What do you think? Right. And that can kind of work against you. Like their answer can work against your own intuition. So I think it's really important for us to like tap into that intuition. Like how can we better do that? Um, I know you're an advocate for like listening and trusting your inner voice. Do you have any tips for us to really like strengthen that?
1: I think there are a couple of things, you know, we kind of fall in the same generation, right? Of when we were born and kind of the structure and the systems and the times in which we were raised. And, you know, we were taught that our imagination is a child's thing that is not real. We were taught that if you hear voices, you're crazy. We were taught that if you have ups and downs in your life, um, you're bipolar, right? And none of that information is accurate. Every single person has these tiny ups and downs every single day. And what compounds it is when you go through bigger things, having a child. Um, When your children are going through things, there are heavier energies that bring you up and down. And that's not being bipolar per se. I'm not saying that bipolar isn't real. I'm just saying that all people have ups and downs. All people have an inner dialogue within them, two separate ones that talk to them. We see it as one, just people will think to themselves, well, I think, yes, you do think, but you think either from the egoic mind, which is lying to you 99% of the time, or you think from the intuition which is a different thought system. And once you get to know that and access it, you see the very subtle differences in how it speaks to you, how it's soft, it's gentle. And learning how to listen to that takes undoing the past wrong information that we learned growing up and saying, you know what? I'm not crazy because I have this voice in me. Everybody has that, so I'm going to listen to it. And in order to grow that intuition, you have to be willing to make time and space in your life to hear it. You know, and and that can be through prayer or meditation or automatic writing or journaling. But we're so fast paced, right? I mean, we don't stop for anything. And I know like I pray every day for everybody who is suffering from COVID-19 people who are experiencing others passing away. Um, We've experienced that in our family where different friends have had loss. I I'm praying every day for the nurses and all the essential care workers, but I think that there's so much beauty in what's happening right now because we're all coming into this collective consciousness, spiritual, global awakening, because it's not just in one part of the world, it's everywhere right now. And this is the best opportunity to look at our lives and say, wow, I was so busy that I was stressing myself out to the nth degree. I wasn't spending enough time with my kids. I was doing this or doing that and saying, That's not what this life is about. This life is supposed to be so much more. And that comes by scaling back or doing less or doing things in a more impactful way. And I think that's what is needed right now, that everybody is being called to look at how we can bring more consciousness into our individual life. And just having that space, being more present will help you develop your intuition so much more.
0: You're right. Like having that time or that moment of stillness and just silencing everything else, all the outside voices definitely helped me on my own personal spiritual journey. And I, I know that's it can do the same for others out there. So right now we're in the middle of this, you know, COVID-19 pandemic. And I think for me, I honestly see it as a gift, like you said. But I know there are our children may not feel the same way about it, right? They're scared. They're very anxious and they don't really know what's going on everything's canceled. They can't see their friends. Like my teenager, she's, you know, she misses her friends so much because right now she's 13 years old. Being home with parents is no fun. This is like her time to spend time with friends and socialize. And all of that has been, you know, canceled for them. It's like, they can't do what they're naturally meant to do in this stage of their life and especially even younger kids. So what can we do as mothers to help them? Through this, you know, crisis, I think we may have the maturity to deal with that, but our children don't. Well,
1: what's coming to me and what Spirit's showing me is just the rawness and the honesty here, because I'm not sure if I always handle things correct. I just go with, you know, what's coming to me in the moment. And there's so many different energies that we have gone through since the beginning of March. I mean. I remember going with my daughter to the grocery store and she was just throwing down that day. I mean, she was having a fit. She did not want to be in the grocery store. And I sat her down outside the grocery store and I said, listen, Something big is happening that has never happened in mommy or daddy's lifetime. I don't know when we're going to be able to go to the grocery store again and get food. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just telling you the truth that we need to go now and get what you want to eat because she has a feeding tube and she's very, very picky about what she eats. Um, She'll eat something, you know, twice and then be done with it and never want to eat it again. So I said, we have to go pick out the foods that you want to eat because I'm not sure, you know, I knew there was going to be food. I knew we were going to be okay. I just didn't feel comfortable the first couple of months going out and I didn't want us to have to go out a lot. I think what we do all too often is try and sugarcoat things to the point where, We're not telling them the full truth and what ends up happening with them is that they feel the vibration of that's not true or they feel the not full truth within it. And what ends up happening is when we're not fully truthful with our children, they're learning not to trust themselves. Because what we're saying to them is, yes, you sense something's real, but I can't tell you the truth about that. Now, I'm not gonna go say that to a three year old or a two year old. I think you have to really kind of base it on what age they're at. But I'm gonna give her as much as I think that she can handle in a way that relates to her age group, because I want her to be empowered to trust herself and her intuition. And I never want to speak to her in a way that takes that away from her. So as we've gone through it, we've just kind of told her the truth as we thought that she could handle it. And we're kind of just taking it week by week, to be honest. We're in a really, really fortunate situation where um, we live right behind another family who has a kid her age. And so um, she's an only child and, and she gets to play with this little girl behind us. But I really feel called to say that everybody needs to do what they feel comfortable with because what spirit has been showing me is that we all have internal red flags for a reason, right? And when I tap into this energy of her playing with the little girl next door, I feel comfortable with it. Okay. If somebody else doesn't feel comfortable with the same thing, it's because the situation is different and they need to honor that within themselves. Right.
0: I love that. So ultimately we as mothers, we need to trust our, our inner radar and we need to Decide what we feel is best for our family. And I think that's a really great point, especially as we move on to kind of the second stage of the pandemic where it's not going away. The virus is not going away and this is going to be our new normal for a while now. And I completely agree with um, how you handle this situation of just being honest with them because I tell my kids, it's like they're more resilient than we think. And I don't want to sugarcoat things and keep them still sheltered in this bubble where they're not in touch with reality almost like we're so careful with this generation, like we try not to, you know, with all our healthy foods, and the healthy, you know, the mindfulness that we're just kind of bombarding our children with all the healthy things and the positive things, which is great. But I think it really kind of sets them up for a difficult, a more difficult adulthood, if they don't really know how to handle these, like, like, you know, tough situations that just happens, it's part of life. So I explained it that way to my kids. And so they know that it's scary, but you know what, this has happened before and people survive through it and it's okay. Like this is just part of life Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: we're going to be okay. We're going to get through it. Okay. Um, We just have to take these necessary steps to protect ourselves and other people, but you guys will be fine.
1: Yeah. And you know what else too is spirit has been showing me for the longest time, like the last two and a half years, that there is going to be huge changes within corporate America. And I was like, yeah, I don't see where that's coming in. You know, this thing has been same old, same old for so long. And my, I saw my daughter there on a zoom call in her class and spirit does this thing where I call it, like skipping time. And they took me like 20 years into the future when her generation is working and all of the entrepreneurs and the business owners and the business leaders, this is shifting everything for their generation where business to them is 100% completely different. And this was the shakeup that they were talking about. And it's not negative. It's going to be used in a very, very positive way. But you can see it. They're the leaders of it because of this
0: experience. That is such a beautiful point to make. And I completely agree, which I feel so great about our conversation today because I know it can help so many moms out there. So, I think a lot of people now are like their work looks different, right? A lot of us are home doing things on Zoom and we're realizing there's so many things that we wanted to do that we couldn't do because of our work, or there's a lot of, I think, a mind shift, right, across the globe. So, for mothers, right, we might, we might feeling called to do something like we might have a passion or a talent or a gift that we wanted to explore but couldn't because of the day-to-day the nine-to-five jobs I think right now is such a great time for um, parents out there to right like finally take that first step and so if you can share your story of how you left corporate America and began your business. And if you have any tips for other parents out there who may want to take that, you know, that next step, what, what tips do you have for them?
1: Yes, that's perfect. So here's what I would say. There is different energy when you put yourself into di- different circumstances, I cannot tell you how long, Angela, I have wanted to work in the spiritual realm. I mean, I knew it when I was in my early 20s. I knew that there was something that would be coming, but I was always in this position where I had to work. I I grew up in a household where I started working at age 13 or 14 because I had to. And so I was never in a position where I could focus on my own wants and desires because it was always what had to be done, safety, survival, security, right? And so when my dad started communicating with me, I was still in a position where my monthly income was helping pay the bills each month in our household. And what I have been shown by spirit over and over and over again is that yes, there is abundance and yes, there is manifestation. But when you put yourself in a position that is not sustainable financially to you long term, you're actually putting yourself into a very low vibrational frequency. So if I were to have just quit my job and said, okay, I'm going to go for this spiritual, you know, I'm going to go for these different certifications. I'm going to do this full time and just go for it. I would have had huge fear every month. How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do this? And because that energy would have been in my auric field, things would have been different, right? I might have left and gone back full time to my other job. So I don't believe in doing that to yourself. What spirit shows me is just so much more ease, right? And ease is the opposite of stress. Ease is what you want in your life. E-A-S-E. Ease looks different, what it felt like to me was having a part-time job. So before I did fundraising and marketing work for nonprofits. And what I did was take on a part-time gig. You know, I know it was spirit lining this up because when I wanted to leave my job, a woman called... (laughs) called up a former coworker and she says, I know you probably won't want this, but I've got a gig for you. It's 20 hours a week from home. You don't even have to come into the office. And I said, done, that is perfect. Because then I had half of my salary coming in and I could use that 20 hours a week to get my certifications and start building up my business. And that's what I did for, I believe, the first two, two and a half years. That allowed me to know that we were financially safe and secure. It put my heart at ease and it allowed me time and space to develop my gifts slowly and not have to push anything to happen overnight. So as I went through the process, because it was set up financially for me that way, I didn't feel pressure. I didn't feel any heaviness. And what ended up happening was my my business grew like a weed overnight. It's all referrals. And very quickly, my girlfriends in the healing industry were like, why are you still working this part-time job? You don't need it. You know, your clientele is at max. And I was just holding on to it for like that safety and security. But then I stepped away and my business just continued to explode. and, And it's just a beautiful gift. I think what I would tell your listeners is you are here for a reason. Your soul has purpose. Your soul decided to come here to serve in some way. And if you're not feeling fulfilled, it's because there's something else calling you and that calling is not going to go away. So if you don't listen You might continue doing what you're doing for 5, 10, 15 years, but whatever is calling you is still going to be there when you decide to listen to it 5, 10, 15 years down the road. And all you can do is follow
0: your heart. I love that. So I think same thing with me, whenever, whether it was starting this blog or even starting this podcast that I tell you, I did this in four days everything just fell into place. And I feel like when we're guided to do something, and it's also because I've been working on myself for years now. So I do the meditation, I do the journaling, um, you know, I have a rich prayer life and I try to read, you know, spiritual books or the Bible, whatever I can to kind of keep my energy uh, vibrating higher. Even after those really rough days, I always try to end my day on a grateful note. And I think because of that, when these opportunities come or when these you know signs come, right, like you feel like, okay, I think I'm kind of meant to do something. And that voice just gets louder and louder and you just can't shake it off anymore. And I think when we are very in tune with our inner voice, you just know, okay, that's my next step and I'm going to go for it. And I want the listeners to know too, that it's always scary right? I tell you too, Julie, right? Like I feel scared whenever I take on a new task, but that doesn't mean it's the wrong path, right?
1: Right. Oh, absolutely. 110%. I think, and I've heard all spiritual folks in every realm say this, you know, and and it just keep going because spirit says all the time, the difference between those who are successful and those who are not is one thing. Those who are successful decided to keep going. That's it.
0: Yes, we just have to keep going and keep listening to that voice. And we just have to be guided. And I, I completely agree that when things are meant to be, when we're aligned to our sole purpose, God provides. Yeah. Right? Like the door is just open. You meet the right people. And you just have to ask. You just have to pray and ask. I love that. So, my next question to you is a very practical, but a very important question. So, how do you, now that you have the successful business, how do you juggle that? How do you balance that with motherhood?
1: Yeah. There's a couple of different things coming to mind, and I know that not everybody is married, not not everybody has a partnership, and I'm not saying that you have to be, but in my personal experience, what has helped me so much is having a partner who is so incredibly helpful in every area of my life, except for I would love for him to take... (laughs) social media photos or help me with that, but he's not a good photographer.
0: (laughs) You have to train him that, that part, trust me, my husband too, didn't like doing it. And I think this, like, you know, this Instagram husband title felt a little like weird, but once they realize it's part of your job, that's just, that's just one of those things. It's a a non-negotiable, you have to do it. So you just have to train him. You just have to tell him like, honey, this is part of my job. Oh my God. I really need you here because I can't carry my photographer with me everywhere. Like you have to be the photographer.
1: Yes, yes. That is what we're working on right now because he thinks social media is going away. And I'm like, no, wake up, yeah. it's not. <laughs>
0: no, I, I think a lot of men, like my husband's not a bit, not huge on, not big on social media either. And they see it as something extra like distraction, mm-hmm. but no, like social media right now, especially in this day and age is key. Like you have to have, A presence on social media for your business. It's not something extra. It's a necessity. It's an absolute essential. Yes,
1: it is. Yeah. So we're working on that. But I mean, in every other area, I mean, he is above and beyond amazing. Like I haven't had to do any of the teaching of my daughter at home. He has taken care of all of that. He allows me the space to do what I need to do And we've really worked within our marriage because we've been married for a while now because I I could do so much before, right? Like kind of work, work, work nonstop in my old career. And we've come to this balance where I have learned that I don't have to work as hard or do as much to get the results that I want to see. So what I've done with COVID-19 is completely pivot my business so that I'm only seeing clients for two hours every morning and I'm even, I'm working, my only day off is really Sunday but I'm seeing clients for two hours every morning and then I'm on, you know, I can be mom for the rest of the day and so it's kind of working with him to see what kind of fits in our schedule but then he's so on board with whatever I decide and he leaves that ball in my court of, okay, you tell me what you need and we'll kind of flex our time around that but if I need them out of the house or if I need like sign, I mean, they give me whatever I need. What I have had to learn, because I can be a very codependent person, I learned that watching other people around me as a child is really how to speak my needs. And I'm so empathic. I'm so highly sensitive to other people's energies. What I have to do a lot of times is take a step back throughout my day and be like, okay. I'm feeling anxious about something, what is it? Go into that, feel it, and ask myself, what is it that I need? And sometimes I just need time with my family. Sometimes I need space to get my work done. It really changes every day, but then it's up to me, and I take ownership of communicating and speaking that to them in a way that honors our family values. You know, I love you so much. I can't wait to spend time with you, but this is what I need. And and then it's just a respectful balance and my husband's able to do that with me too of okay, he's got so much going on with his business and this is what he needs from me. So, it, it's just a delicate balance and honoring and respecting wherever you're at and taking ownership to communicate it to your person.
0: That is such a great tip. Because when I initially asked you this question, I was expecting like, Oh, you know, you have to get your work done during this time. But you're so right. The key to balancing this is finding the right support system. We need help. We're not meant to do this alone. I think that was a huge lesson that I had to learn over the years. Um, You know, watching my mom in her marriage, she was a martyr, you know, and she's a beautiful soul. And she is, I think for her, like serving her family is what brought her the greatest sense of joy. And watching that, I kind of took that as my own reality. So it was really hard for me to realize that, wait, I don't want to live like that. You know, I can't cook every day, and I can't do all the cleaning. And I need help with childcare when I get work done, because I my purpose is not only in this house, it's outside of the home. And that was really hard for me to communicate to my husband initially, because I think I wasn't listening to my heart. So I think this all kind of goes back to when we work on ourselves, we work on hearing that inner voice, then we become clearer about our truth. And as long as we speak that truth to our partner, um, whoever you know is around us, that's how we get it going. Like We have to take that step. Without it, you're so right. We can't do what we are doing today.
1: You know, and there's another piece to that, too, that, you know, is starting to come to light, but I don't see everybody utilizing it, which is I have a big team of people that support me, too. I have a part-time assistant. I have a part-time marketing person. I have a part-time graphic designer. You know, all of these different. um, I have a photographer that I work with. There's a great website if you are a small business owner called MichaelaQuinn.com. And you can find people who just want five hours or 10 hours or 15 hours a week, and you can utilize them as contractors. And I think that that's so important too, because yeah, I could take a bigger salary, but then I would not have as much time with my family. And I structure my business in a way where I feel like I love having a team, you know, that takes a lot of that pressure off as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I have a team and without them, I don't think I can do what I'm doing today. And I wish I learned this sooner because my business would have grown faster and I would have just been a lot less stressed, a lot less fights with my husband. Now I feel like we have the flow, like we're in the flow, he understands my needs, because I I speak it to him. I tell him, honey, I'm sorry, I can't be cooked. I'm not cooking much these days. But I really focus on this, you just have to kind of take on that role and not feel like you have to do everything. Yeah, you know, if you if you have trouble with meal planning, like get HelloFresh that's okay. Because at the end of the day, at all events, I don't feel guilty for asking for help. If you need help with cleaning, hire a cleaner. Um, If you need help with childcare, a couple hours a day, that's totally fine. Because like you said, we all have a sole purpose. Mm -hmm. And it may be beyond our children, like we'll always be here for our kids. Maybe you can help tell us a little bit about the automatic writing. We all know the other, the meditation, the journaling, but that's something new that I learned from you. Can you share um, with our listeners what automatic writing is?
1: Yeah. So automatic writing is a great tool in order to truly connect more with the energy of your spirit team, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side that are communicating with you every day. And what you want to do is really get into a place of high vibration. In episode three of my podcast, it's just a meditation that you can do to really feel a high vibrational frequency. And once you feel that high vibrational frequency, a lot of people feel it right above their head in their crown chakra. And for some people, it feels like they're being lifted upward to the sky, like on a string. For some people, it feels light, weightless, expansive above their head. Some people just feel these tingly energies. And what spirit says is that you might be feeling that tingly energy above your head right now as you listen. And that is the first step. Get into that higher vibration. From that higher vibration with your eyes closed, you're really going to connect with And most times I'm working with clients who have a loved one on the other side. So let's say you close your eyes and you connect with mom or dad, grandpa, grandma, child or a spouse or a sibling. Just focus on one person. And what you really do is use your imagination. Your imagination is not something that is not real. It's not made up. Your imagination is an energy tool that is used to create everything that is manifested in this world. So what you do is with your eyes closed, you imagine that loved one on the other side. What do they look like? What are they wearing? What hair color do they have? What does it look like to look directly in their eyes? Are they smiling at you? Are they crying? Go up and in your imagination, see yourself giving them the hugest hug, whispering something in their ear. I miss you. I love you. The more detail you can imagine about that person, it's the equivalent of you going to the other side, knocking on that loved one's door and saying, Hey, I need to spend some time with you. And from that point with automatic writing, what you can do is tell that person on the other side, I need to spend this time with you. Can you please sit down with me? And I'll have my clients imagine a different scenario. I'll have them imagine that they sit down in a place that was familiar to them and that person in their lifetime. And you're going to sit down with that person and say, okay, I, I just need to talk about these couple of things. Then open your eyes, take your pen and paper and write down one question, just one. It could be, what is the other side like? Is there food on the other side? Um, What should I do about this in my life right now? Can you help me with this person in my life? Show me what to do. Whatever the question is, write down just one question and then wait for a response to come to you. Whether it's you hear, feel, see, or get a knowingness, you're going to get information, and that information isn't going to come in that loved one's voice, right? Like when you hear from your grandmother on the other side, it doesn't sound like her voice when she was here. It sounds like your own internal dialogue. So I want you to expect that. And now that's where a lot of people will say, ah, Julie, no, that's just my mind. That's just me making it up. It's not. That is when you're really tapping into your silent, your it, you've gone through the meditation, you're at peace. That is the stillness needed for the other side to come through and bring you the messages that you have. And that is how you work with
0: automatic writing. That is just beautiful. As you're um, telling me this story, I closed my eyes and I can clearly Visualize my grandmother, and I have to remind you like i I never felt close to her. we don't have that many memories together, but now I feel so close to her more than ever and yeah, I can feel that, and I can visualize her even more clearly and I can I can visualize her in my mind, you know, just laughing and hugging me and telling me how much she loves me it's just such an amazing, beautiful feeling, and I can honestly say. Her death and me feeling her spirit is what really jump started my spiritual journey. It's as if she, her passing, has it didn't even have a big impact on me. That's what's so crazy. I heard she passed away and I was not even sad because I never really knew her. But slowly and slowly she just came through, and now I can just feel her presence, her loving presence everywhere. And That is so beautiful. And I know some of our listeners have lost a loved one and you know, the grief, I don't think really truly goes away. But I think connecting with them in this way can hopefully bring some healing and some resolution and some type of even continued growth of your relationship, like how I I have with my grandmother today.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And we can. And that's what I love about the work that I do. And that angel communication course that I created, because you can absolutely learn how to develop this, how to work with your loved ones on the other side. And in the same way, like you were talking about your grandmother, I am closer to my dad now that he is on the other side than I have ever been. And it's not, ghost like it's not scary whatsoever. Mm-mm. I mean, there's just peace. It's just love. It's just yeah. joy. And and so that is I feel like the message that God and spirit is trying to work through me that in this time of great conscious global awakening, we're all waking up to the fact that our intuition is our communication tool with them on the other side. And that it's not scary; it's necessary, and
0: it's just love. That's all. It is, and I can I can speak of that from firsthand experience. It's a it's definitely not scary, and it's just this really beautiful loving energy that I've never felt before. And I'm so excited to learn more about it. So I'm currently on week two of your angel course. Can you tell us a little bit about the angel course that you offer? Um, I can't wait to finish and uh, I'm kind of getting to that point where I'm finding out my guardian angel's name. It's super cool. So can you tell us more about that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So that is the one where you're really going to connect with your personal angels. And we go through and we talk about different angels and why they're here with us. We talk about your guides, we talk about your loved ones. And really the entire course is focused on You really understanding your own intuition better, having access to it and believing, overcoming that egoic mind to believe that what you're receiving is real. So that by the end of the course, you know, okay, here are the angels that are on my spirit team. Here are the archangels, the guardian angels. You know the purpose of why those angels are working with you. You know how to communicate with them and you feel validation that you have heard their messages for your life.
0: That's really great to know. And I can't wait to keep learning more about it. But how does the one-on-one meeting with you work? And is that something that would help before they join the angel course? Or is that something that should come after?
1: Yeah, I think you're talking about my one-on-one session. So I work with people in one-on-one sessions to kind of bring through their messages for them. And I think um, it's not needed before the angel communication course. But if you were to do the angel Reiki school where you're learning how to do this, Um, I have some people who come through the school because they want to start their own business. They want to learn their unique spiritual gifts. Some therapists, life coaches go through it so that they can incorporate their unique spiritual gift with the work that they're currently doing. There's some people who just come through because they're so empathic, so highly sensitive that they wanna understand their own energy first. And for the school, I would recommend a session first because then you're gonna understand more about it. There really are different forms of mediumship. There are some people, like if you've ever seen the Long Island medium, where they bring through very specific information about how that loved one passed, information about that loved one's life here. And what Spirit shows me is that's awesome work. It's really about validating that there is another side. There is a heaven for people to believe in. The work that I do is all about the energy of where a person is in their life right now. So loved ones on the other side, angels always come through in a session for me with my clients, but it's not about their loved ones lives and how they passed, their loved ones always come through with validation about what's happening in their life and where energetically they're blocking themselves from the success that they want to see, from really the path that they want to be on. And it's working through that energy, through giving the messages and also doing some energy healing work that You lift all of that heavy energy off of them so that they feel clear and like they're right on their path. And it's such beautiful work. People cry all the time in sessions. People will always say, oh my God, I was just talking about that the other day or I just said that to my sister. You know, whatever it might be, that's how spirit validates for my clients. And so having a session like that before you end up going through the angel Reiki school is so valuable because then you see what it's like before you get going with learning how to develop your own spiritual gifts.
0: That's really great feedback. Thank you for that. So I I asked you to guide us, our listeners, through a short meditation at the end of this episode. So we're going to move into that. I have one last question. Do we all have a spiritual gift? And if so, how can we discover our spiritual gift?
1: I think that this is a question that can be answered with another question, which is our, is our soul here to serve? And In everything that I do and everyone that I work with, what I see 100% is that, yes, our souls are here to learn lessons, but our souls are here to help other people. And And that doesn't fail. It's within everybody because oftentimes when I'm in session, their spirit team will lay down their soul's contract on a table and they will show me this is what the soul came here to do, right? These are the other souls that they came here to help and how. So do we all have a spiritual gift? Yes because it is the way that we are here to help other people. There are so many people that I could feel, Angela, in your session. You are here to help serve and nobody else could do what you're doing or connect with the people that you're connecting with because those are the souls, the souls who resonate with you are in your soul contract. You came here to do what you needed to do and you're helping serve them. And the person who's listening to this, who says, I have felt called to do this my whole life, whatever it is, if you're not doing it, you still feel that calling because it's in your soul contract. That's what you're here to do. And on the other side of that, once you take action and you're doing it, you're using those spiritual gifts, man, there are so many souls that you are touching their lives and helping them. And that's the purpose of the spiritual gift is the servitude. So do we all have a gift? Yes, because we're all here to serve.
0: I love that. So if you're listening out there and you're interested to learning more, then reach out to Julie Jancis, right? They can schedule a one-on-one session or join your angel course. There are so many different ways that you offer your services.
1: Oh, yes, yes. And we just got up a new
0: website. It's called theangelmedium.com. That's awesome. So make sure you go check out her website. I will have all the links on my show notes. And I don't know this conversation. I just feel like this was like one of the most beautiful conversations I've had in my lifetime. It just feels so enlightening and just feels so right. And I just know in my heart that this is true. I don't know. I don't know what else you can do or say to go against that. I just know this is truth. So, thank you so much for shining your light and for serving the community and for doing what you are doing. And I'm sure it was really hard to begin coming from so many boundaries, right? And laws and just dogma. I know both of us, we must have worked. I, I personally went through the same thing. So, thank you for your courage.
1: Mm, you too. I feel like we're soul sisters, and I do too I so much out of our conversations. I know every time we talk, I can just feel that high, yummy vibration, and um, I'm so excited for you on this journey because this is part of your servitude of helping other people and you you're doing it, Angela, you are doing the work that you called here to do. And I just feel like so overwhelmed with joy for you because you're so in alignment.
0: Oh, thank you so much. And you know what, like, I feel it. But when you tell me that it just gives me that extra push that it gives me more courage. And I think that's what we women need. Nowadays, we need to step into our power. And we need to discover our soul purpose. And there are people like Julie Janssens who can help us, you know, be a little more clear on our soul journey. So thank you so much for your time today. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm so grateful we met. I do 100% feel that we are soul sisters. Yay. <laughs> and too. I'm hoping, you know, I want to get some feedback from the audience. And once they kind of get into this, maybe you can come on again and we can do a Julie Jansis, you know, episode number two, where we go a little more in depth about how this can help parents, especially mothers out there.
1: I love that. That's so awesome. Yeah. And two, you know what? To your audience, algorithms on podcasting are solely based on reviews. So, if you leave uh, a review, a five-star positive review for Angela, um, we will enter you into win a free session with me. How about that?
0: Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Wow. Okay. Julie is offering her free session. So please go leave that five-star review. You're such a great friend. <laughs> oh, of course. Thank you so much. So um, I'm sad to see you go, but it's, we've been we talking for, I think over an hour and a half. I know. Is that, I know right? it's that is so insane it just flew by okay so let's end the session with um, one of your guided meditation it doesn't have to be long but I think it would be very helpful for us busy overworked and stressed out parents mostly mothers and and that'll give us a, a better sense of what you can do what they can experience on your meditation podcast right I know you have a few of them
1: yeah yeah Um, Yeah, on the podcast, every Thursday, we tell an angel story. And every Monday, we have on a a guest speaker solo episode about spirituality. Um, Yeah, let's just go into that right now. If everybody just closes their eyes, I want you to just start by taking a deep breath in. Deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that surrounding you a foot above your head, a foot below your feet is just this egg and it's around every side of you. And within this egg is instantaneously with the snap of a finger, this pure white light energy, and that is God energy. You can call it universe source spirit whatever you want to call it it is the highest vibration I call it God and I want you to just imagine this beautiful vibrant radiant pure white light energy within this egg filling you with this light high vibration and I want you to see that outside of this egg are the warmest smiling angels? I want you to imagine that there are a thousand angels surrounding you, above you, below you. Every single one of those angels wants you to be protected, guided, loved, directed in this lifetime. And those angels come to you with a very clear message that there isn't a moment that passes in your life where they don't know what's going on, where they don't hear you call for them, for God. Angels are here to do God's work and those angels are there to help you at any moment you need it. I want you to feel the love that they're radiating towards you and I want you to accept as peace within your heart that you are protected now. You've always been protected before and you will always be protected in this lifetime. I want you to imagine that standing next to those angels are your loved ones and guides on the other side. They're smiling at you, waving to you. They're telling you that they're proud of you. They want you to know that you are a soul here with a very, very deep, rich purpose in this lifetime. I want you to feel within your heart this glow, and it's kind of almost like a mini sun. If you shrunk a sun down to the size of a grapefruit, Put it right inside your heart and made it pure white light and I want you to see this white light radiating out of you within every direction just like the sun's rays come off of it and that this is your energy this is the energy of your soul it's unconditional it's limitless and God asks you to think about all of the things that you want for your life all of the desires of your heart. God says that those desires of your heart are there because it is the path you're meant to be on. They need you to trust that you can get to that place with ease, with grace. And all it requires of you is faith, and action. My friends, I want you to feel love within you, surrounding you, flowing out from you. I want you to, after this, just say a little prayer to God of thanks and know just how loved you are from the other side. I want you to see your heart opening like French doors. And I want you to invite, welcome in all of the unexpected blessings that God and your spirit team are trying to bring into your life right now. Go forth, have faith, and take action on any whispers within your heart.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Mommy Diary, the podcast. If you can relate to any of my stories, my hope is that you leave this episode feeling a little less alone and a lot more inspired. For more parenting and lifestyle stories, head over to my blog, mommy-diary.com or join me on Instagram at Mommy Diary. If you're loving this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a 5-star review. I love connecting with you, so send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear next.